Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes on the Business Bootcamp Podcast, episode 65. And today we're talking about sales pyramids. We're talking about some Q and A. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Uh, pardon my scratchy voice. Uh, I just started my cut phase, which means every few weeks I switch from, or months actually, uh, I switch from putting on weight and gaining muscle mass as well as a few extra fat pounds and now I'm in the cut phase though which means I do a lot of jogging in the morning which means sometimes my voice can get a little scratchy from uh, as being so cold recently but uh, we want to say thank you everyone for listening sharing your reviews and comments on iTunes it's been a lot of fun looking forward to the winter and as always I'm going to keep you updated on what we're doing in my business uh, all across the board. Uh, right now, with our lawn care and landscaping business, we've slowed down quite a bit because it is getting cold now, becoming winter. And it's kind of funny how it drops off after September. Uh, September was like our biggest month ever, and then October was pretty good, and then November, it's, it's pretty slow. And uh, just because it's getting cold, people stop thinking about it. So, one of the things I've been working on and, I don't know, struggling with, but like just trying to do is generating business in a time when most people don't want to spend money or aren't thinking about my product or service. And so what I did the other day, which, you know what, I should actually read it to you. What I did is I sent, uh, I think like seven or 800 letters via EDDM, which is Every Door Direct Marketing, which if you haven't used it before, you should check it out. EDDM USPS, the through the United States Postal Service. You'll have to check it out for all your direct mail uh, campaign needs. However, that's what I used, and I want to read, if I can here, I'm going to find this in my laptop here. Uh, I want to find what I uh, sent out and what I'm kind of doing. It's kind of different spin on uh, on getting, new, getting customers in a time when usually the demand is low. So let's see here. We already got it. So I sent this document out to seven or eight hundred people in our vicinity of our new shop. So if you guys have been following me, you know we just moved into a new location uh, for our lawn care, landscaping, and now the materials uh, uh, company. And so I'm gonna read you this this uh, if I can open it up here. I'm gonna read you this document that I sent out. So here it goes. Uh, the the area around where our new store is, it's called a place called Semiamu, and it's kind of where a lot. It's it's where I'd say that like the average home is worth uh, about four hundred fifty thousand, uh, five hundred thousand maybe. Uh, and you know, there's houses that are three, four million dollars worth. So it's kind of a higher end area. People are willing to spend money on their house and their home and things like that. So I'm gonna read this to you, and hopefully it'll inspire someone out there who's trying to. Uh, you know, drum up business in a time when you know in their industry it's typically pretty slow, and it happens. It happens a lot with anyone that's seasonal. Uh, even retailers are seasonal because around Christmas they spike. So, let me read this to you. It's it's about four minutes long. Let me read it to you. Uh, it's very simple. It only cost me this entire campaign cost me less uh, that less than two hundred dollars, and that would include printing off all the papers. And then sending it to seven or eight hundred people, 
And so here, let me go ahead and read it to you. It's very simple. The writing is like as if I was writing a letter. It's just uh, I put typed it out on Microsoft Word. Uh, the heading is just special grand opening gift to Sumiyama residents. In the middle, it just says in very big, bold letters, one free pressure wash driveway cleaning up to 600 square feet in parentheses and smaller font says that's a $199 value exclamation mark. So let me read this to you real quick. It says, Dear Simiyamu resident, we are giving away a free driveway cleaning to Simiyamu homeowners who respond to this letter before November 30th. Now we don't just give away free driveway cleaning to anybody because we'd be out of business if we did that. Smiley face. However, as most of you have seen, in September we moved Augusta Lawn Care Services onto Lincoln Road near your neighborhood. From our experience, Homeowners in Simiyamu really strive to maintain and keep their home looking great, and they appreciate having a long-term go-to service they can trust and rely on. Well, we would like to be that service for you, and to prove it, we would like to give you a free gift. And this is where that uh, big, bold, one free pressure wash driveway cleaning up to 600 square feet. All right, then it goes back into the letter. There is absolutely no cost, no obligation, no teeny tiny fine print, no strings attached, period. This will just give you and our staff a chance to get to know each other, and you'll get to see firsthand how we take pride in delivering you amazing results. We'll get rid of all the grime, gunk, and weeds that have built up over the years, and you'll and we'll save you hours of back-breaking, so clothes-soaking, mud-splashing labor. Once your driveway is sparkling clean, if you like, we can discuss any other power washing you may want done, but only if you choose. We made Simiyamu our new store location and will be around for many years to come. We want to make some friends, so please give us a call. If you want to make us your go-to guys for lawn care and landscaping, we would be thrilled, and so will you. But if you don't, that's totally fine. There won't be any hard feelings. Our busy time of year is coming to a close, so I decided to take this opportunity for my crew and I to get acquainted with the neighborhood residents. That being said, on November 30th, this offer will expire. Call and leave a message today at 360-350-5500 to schedule your free driveway cleaning. So this is kind of a new approach that we've taken this year to try to drum up business during our slow time. And you might be saying, well, like, you're giving away something for free. Like, how is that profitable and all that? Well, there's there's three reasons that we've really done this, you know, free giveaway. First of all, it takes, no, f- no first of all, it keeps our crew busy during the winter when it's slow. No, th- that's great. Um, number two is it creates brand awareness so that comes spring when they have landscaping, tree work, la- uh, lawn care, all that stuff, they'll come to us then as well. But number three, and what we found is that most of these people coming to us, they don't just want their driveway done. They also want their roof done or their gutters cleaned out or, you know, uh, uh, their their fence pressure washed or they need a tree trimmed uh, we've had a couple people needing bark installations and rock and stuff so so what I'm, what I'm trying to say is just try to give someone out there an idea of if you have a seasonal business if you have a time when it gets slow you know giveaways are a great way to drum up business and especially if you have multiple products to play uh, if you have opportunity to upsell people you know, giving away your base product is a great idea. We see this all the time in things like apps 
where they'll give you the free edition, but then you can always, you know, pay a dollar or five dollars, whatever, to upgrade to the premium model. And so if you have a service-based business, you can still do this. You just have to get creative, and uh, we've, we've seen great results so far. And uh, so that's the lawn care and landscaping business, and I'll, you know, it's slowing down now, but I'll always keep you guys up to date. Uh, with the BioShakes, if you guys have been following along, the BioShakes brand business that we've been working on, uh, you know, things are moving along there. In a few weeks, hopefully, we'll have our first machine, and uh, so stay tuned for that as well. I'm also really excited because over this winter, I'm going to try and write my first book. I'm still working on that right now. You want to stay tuned. And for everyone that had uh, come on the webinar that we had last summer, if you were on that webinar live, I you are the people who are will be getting uh, a free copy of that before the public does, and you'll actually be helping me revise and edit it. So we'll kind of work on it together, and it'll be a lot of fun. So you know, if you have if you weren't on the webinar live, you know, I'm sorry, you're not going to get uh, an edition before everyone else does, and kind of work with it, work through it with me. But you can go into businessbootcamppodcast.com/webinar and go ahead and watch the webinar that we had last summer on how to double the size of your business in just 12 months to so make sure you do that now today i got i got a question remember everyone you can you can email me your questions or you can go on the website and submit a question but i got this question uh someone emailed me and you can always email email me at business bootcamp podcast at gmail.com but i got this business i mean this yeah this business question from someone named brandon Brandon wrote, wrote in and said, I have a question on starting my business. I am doing a dryer vent cleaning business, and I have I was wondering what what the best way to gain clients would be. Something low cost for now would be ideal. I was thinking commercial would be ideal, but not sure how to approach anyone about cleaning. All right, so I'm guessing he's talking about like, you know, when you do your dryer, the, the smoke or steam, whatever, goes out and goes through a pipe, I'm guessing, and then goes out outside but that I'm guessing that that pipe needs to be cleaned and if you listen to the show you know that I've I hardly ever tell someone that they have a bad idea I hardly ever discourage someone from you know starting a business or you know their dream but in this case this is kind of this is kind of what inspired me for today's episode and that is you got to remember customer acquisition cost versus the value of a customer okay so what is someone willing to pay to get their dryer vent cleaned I don't know that answer but I know if someone came up to me and they wanted anything more than 50 bucks to clean out my dryer vent um, I probably wouldn't I wouldn't think that the value of cleaning out my dryer vent is higher than $50 in my opinion right now um, so what the problem is is what's your customer acquisition cost how many people do you have to talk to how much do you have to advertise how much time do you have to spend before you get that $50 and in businesses like this Brandon who's writing in you know I don't know how often you need to clean your dryer vent but like what maybe once every five ten years so it's hard to number one create a, a following of a client base and the other thing too is you really aren't needed until like like in the customer's mind you aren't needed until their vent 
is blocked up. You know, they're not even going to think about getting it clean until, one, you knock on their door or, you know, talk to them, um, or two, their dryer vent blocks up and they call you. I don't see that happening a whole lot. And so the problem, you know, I always, I get, you know, focusing on a niche, but the problem here is the amount of advertising that you're going to have to do to become, you know, to get into the mind of consumers, advertising, marketing, whatever you want to call it in the form of, you know, dollars or time, you know, the, the amount that you're going to have to spend trying to do that, I just don't see it matching up with the amount of money you're going to make on every transaction. And so... What we want to talk about today is your sales pyramid, and you got to figure out how much it's going to cost to get a customer from a, just being aware of your your product and service to actually purchasing your product or service. And now, most people think you know there's two steps in marketing. Number one, you make people aware, and then number two, they buy. But that is not exactly how it works. There's a funnel. There is a pyramid, as I like to call it. And what it starts off out as is that the base of the pyramid is the entire market. Um, so that that includes everyone that could, you know, you know, has a checkbook or credit card. Um, then you have people who are actually in your demographic that would actually purchase. So for you, Brandon, it'd be someone who has a home, has a dryer, for instance, uh, and you know has a dryer vent. So that, you know, narrows down the market a little bit for people who, you know, live in co-ops or apartments that share uh, um, dryer facilities. But then this is where the, real, the pyramid really starts out. And that's at awareness. So first off, when you're marketing your company, regardless of what industry you're in, you got to make your brand, your product, your service, you know, there's a certain amount of awareness that customers have to have. Then, so that's at the base of the pyramid, then you step up to knowledge. So then they have to know about, you have to educate them about your product or service. Um, then you have to move up into the what's the learning. So you have to learn, uh, the, the, the customer has to learn about your product or service. Then the, the, the customer needs to prefer, they have to create a preference for your product or service over all the other competition. Then they have to try your product or service. So this is when things like trial periods and uh, you know uh, thirty day money back guarantees come into play. Try then at the top of that pyramid is the purchase. Okay, so you can't think that if you just if everyone just knew if everyone just aware of my product or service it would be a, a home run. That's not necessarily true because first off they have to be you have to they have to. Uh, uh, have knowledge, you have to give them knowledge, and then learning, and then they have to prefer it, then you have to give them a trial, and then they'll make that purchase. So a lot of times when people get into marketing, they're like, oh, well, I just want everyone to know about my, my brand, or I just want them to know about my product idea, but they forget that you gotta, you got to educate the consumer, you gotta make, you got to get them to a point where they start preferring you over the competition, and a lot of times that comes into play, they start to prefer you because you've given them knowledge and you've taught them about the, the industry or you've taught them how your product is better or you've shown them bits of information that otherwise they wouldn't have gotten and so they, they build up a certain amount of trust with you and you develop that audience. Then they can prefer you. But even once they prefer you, you still have to give them a trial. And 
And so uh, the reason I want to talk to talk to you about this is when you're putting together a marketing plan, you can't just be like, "Oh, I want." It's it's kind of a blind statement to be like, "Oh, I want you know one million dollars in sales." What when, if you actually want to do that? It's, that's a great goal. It's it's very concrete. You would need to then at the top of the pyramid put, "I want one million dollars in the purchase category." All right. Now, what you have to ask yourself is how many people need to try the product or have a trial before I get a million dollars in sales. So now we're working down the pyramid. We're starting with the purchase. So we're gonna have a PO or a you know a sales of a million dollars. Now, how many people do we need to actually try the product? So maybe one in three that try the product will actually buy. So then you know you gotta say if there's a hundred thousand, uh, uh, no, say a thousand people, and they're all gonna buy a ten dollar product, that that would make one million dollars in sales. Okay, so we have a thousand people that are gonna purchase the product, all at ten bucks a pop to make you know a million sales. Now. In order to get those one thousand, or sorry, if we're making a million dollars in sales, you got each person has to spend a thousand dollars. Anyways, so in order to get one in three from going from trying to purchasing, you're gonna need three thousand people to try the product. If thirty-three percent of those convert to a purchase, okay, just stay with me here. So we've already gone from 1,000 customers to 3,000 that have to try the product before we get 1,000 customers. Now, we're just at the top two categories of that pyramid. You still got to go down to the amount of people that have to prefer your product, the amount of people that you have to teach and, and give knowledge to, then the amount of people that are going to have to become aware. So you might start off with a, like half a million people that are aware of your product, and then by the time you go from knowledge to learning to the amount of people that prefer, then finally to those 3,000 people that try, and then finally to those 1,000 people that purchase. So there's that 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 uh that pyramid you got to think about. So when you start talking about your 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 marketing campaigns and your objectives, you got to realize you've got to work through all of those steps. And so. It might be your 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 campaign might be to make awareness, you know, a, a certain amount of people aware of your product. Get them in at least at the start of that pyramid. Then your next marketing campaign or objective might be to start teaching them about a certain par part of your product or your service or something about giving them knowledge about your industry to another segment of people. Then you'll build up that preference and then you're going to give a trial period and that's what we're doing with this this whole pressure washing thing that I just talked about is we're giving people the opportunity to try our service for free no obligation and in the hopes that some of those or most of those will convert into an actual purchase now we said all that you got to figure out what it's how much is it going to cost to get someone from from not even knowing about your product into awareness to educate, teach them, give them knowledge, uh, make them prefer the product, let them try it, and then finally the purchase. You gotta figure out your customer acquisition cost because if the purchase is $50, but it takes $40 to make someone aware, give them the knowledge, make them prefer, give them a free trial, and you're left with a $10 margin, you know, 20% margin, you're gonna fail. 
So you've got to really nail this down before you start creating marketing plans, before you even start your business. You've got to figure out how much is it going to cost to gain a customer? Is it even worth it if my purchase, if those sales don't even justify the amount it takes to educate, make them aware, etc.? I know that's kind of humbled, like kind of jumbled up, but I do want you all to think about that. And the, you know, it goes from, you know, you have to get your customer to think about you, then you got to get them to feel. So that goes from like, you know, thinking is like awareness and knowledge and it's in their head, right? You got to go from that, then further up on that pyramid is, you know, learning and preference. Now they have to start feeling, you know, they have to, so we go from thinking to feeling, they have to create an association with your brand or product. Then we step into the do phase. That's the trial, the try, the trial, and then the purchase, okay? So you got to go from thinking to feeling to doing in your marketing plan. That's what I want to talk about today. I hope, Brandon, you're able to get something out of that. I don't know everything about the dryer vent cleaning industry, but for everyone out there, including you, Brandon, you do want to make sure you've nailed down your customer acquisition costs and what it's going to cost to get the customer and then what their total the total lifetime value of that customer is make sure it evens out because you don't you got to crunch your numbers at the beginning folks and I'm all about getting out there trying the product trying you know just trying to get something out there get a minimum viable product and learning from it but if you can crunch your numbers before you might save yourself a whole lot of hassle uh, and a whole lot of headache before you even get into the situation so that is the Business Bootcamp podcast for you today. I hope I didn't lose you all on the pyramid deal, but um, it's good stuff. So that's it for today. Hope you all learned something great. Get out there, start, grow, save your business. This is Mike Andy signing off.